Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome along to the Outlawed Rugby League podcast, episode number 37. But more importantly, it is episode number one of the Last Pass podcast, the first ever episode of the Last Pass podcast, the US Women's Rugby League podcast for everything that you need to know about everything that's going on this year, this exciting year for US Women's Rugby League. I'm excited for this. I'm so um, grateful to be involved in it. Um, and yeah, you may have already heard it on YouTube, uh, watch it on YouTube, I should say. You may have watched it live on, it would have been Sunday night, just gone, um, over on Twitch. So it is on Twitch where you can catch all the all the information, all the stuff, live streams, etc., everything like that. So I'm going to jump straight into this one, grab yourself a beer, and you will not be disappointed. Cheers, guys. We're uh, we're up, we're going, we're here, uh, we are live five minutes, um, probably a little bit later than we wanted to be, but that's uh, that's my fault because I was messing around with trying to get this all streaming and everything like that, but we're cool, we're here. So, uh, welcome along to the first ever episode of The Last Pass, the Women's US Rugby League podcast, and if you're listening to this through your headphones when you're listening to this on podcasts and stuff like that you won't see the big beam and smile that I've got right now because I am <laughs> so excited for this I'm so excited for this I've been waiting all day for this it's just after 10 o'clock uh, at night over here in the UK um, so it's roughly five o'clock over in New York and I'm right in saying it's I think it's about three o'clock um, the rest of the US so we're here we're live we're ready to go I am joined by obviously myself um, I am joined by Justin Tucker, who is not only of Queen City Royals, but he is one of the main main men, shall we say, in US Women's Rugby League, which sounds a bit strange to say, one of the main men. Um, but more importantly, we are joined by one of the main women in US Women's Rugby League, and that is B. How are you, B? I'm good. How are you guys? Very well. Very well. Excited, excited, excited. So I just kind of wanted to, to kind of start straight away with, with you being... And kind of give a little bit of an introduction to yourself because people that listen to, if you're not aware, I, I have my own podcast, so I have a little plug for myself. I have uh, the Outlawed Rugby League podcast and people hear my dulcet tones on there, so they're going to hear a little bit on here, but I want to hear more of your voice than my voice um, because I think it's probably a better voice than my voice. Um, so oh, no. let's, <laughs> let's talk about you. Let's talk about your kind of background, how you've even got to this point here. Like how are you sat here on, on this podcast as one of the hosts? Oh man, I think it's a long story, but I can condense it. Um, I started playing rugby a lot later in life. I kind of was pulled into it by a friend at Target when I was working at Target back in Texas when I was 23. And she was like, you come check out rugby. I think you'll like it. Don't do boxing, do rugby. And I was like, okay. She's like, you can full tackle people. And I was like, okay. First practice, tackle practice. And then I was hooked ever since then <laughs> and then I moved out here to San Diego you, huh? say, you said a friend at Target so the the store the uh, yeah. department store you guys yeah. were both working at Target just randomly yep. said hey let's try uh smashing into each other uh this weekend does that sound like a good idea to you I hope yeah I really she hope, was like <laughs> really hope that wasn't with shopping carts by the way <laughs> she, we were we were folding we were in the the clothing lines so we were folding clothes and she was just like you look athletic you want to go play rugby? And I was like, okay, sure. And then, yeah. and actually been friends for like 10 years or not 10 years. It's going to be 10 years in two years. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now this was in, you had started playing in Texas, you said? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Good. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut your story off. It was going great. I just oh. had to clarify something. <laughs> how no, 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 no. Is it right to, to be at a shopping like just hey let's go let's go uh, tackle each other this weekend um, you know. Yeah, because I was actually really trying to do boxing. I really wanted to box. I just really wanted to punch people. And that sounds horrible when I say that out loud. So I don't mean it like that. But yeah, I just wanted someone to box, you know? And then uh, when I found rugby and we had that first tackle practice, I was like, oh, this is even better than that. Like full on hurling your body at someone else. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So obviously yeah, then, you started over in, in Texas then, um, and from there, so you're now over in, in California. So how did that come about and how did you kind of drag yourself back into rugby on the West Coast? Well, um, so our team out in Texas kind of, we were a really, really tiny team, unfortunately, which happens to a lot of like little tiny D2, D3 teams. We kind of just disintegrated because people, you know, have jobs, they have lives, they have families. So we kind of the team kind of dropped off a year before I moved out here. And then um, I ended up moving out here and I was like, you know what I really miss? I miss rugby. And so I looked up a team out here. I had, I didn't know who the surfers were really at first. I was like, Oh, like, cool team. Let's go. And so I went and I started practicing with them and I was like, Oh, these are the surfers. (laughs) Like, okay. They're really good. And so playing with them, it just opened up my whole world to rugby. Like I learned so much. I didn't realize how big rugby was. I didn't realize, I didn't know what WPL was. I didn't know what, you know, rugby league was. I didn't know anything. And they, they taught me everything. Amazing. Yeah. So if we can, if we can back up a little bit. So we kind of skipped over a couple of things in your story there. I just want to make sure that everybody understood what you were saying. Um, Yeah. So division one, division two, so college team. So in Texas, you would start it on a college team. Is that correct? no sorry like I guess I should refer to them as that it's like I call them they're just like they're not quite D1 they're very much more social teams like we weren't playing at a very high level at all like we would go and just play teams that were available to us basically so uh we only had seven girls from my town and so we would um get some girls from Dallas and we became the slashers during 15 season and then during sevens we went back to being the Ditton women's team and so we would just kind of collaborate like that. And then we'd just go and play whatever teams we could. So we ended up playing the Valkyries. My very first game, we played the Valkyries. And I was like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they destroyed me. It was really great. Um, I think I got tackled by one girl. And I was supposed to be tackling her. And she had the ball. And she just ran me over. Completely just knocked me backwards, ran me over. And I got up. And I was like, I didn't know which way I was going. Yeah. My- so then- Go ahead, Mark. I was just going to say, my favourite part of that story is there are going to be some some women and girls sat watching this right now, listening to this right now, that are going to be sat there going, I really want to do that. I really want to have someone <laughs> run into me full pelt. We're also going to have some ladies and some girls sit there going, is she crazy? Like, is she, <laughs> is she okay? Um, but we want, we want both those people involved uh, right now. We want both those people involved, especially obviously over in, in the US. Um, so yeah, I, that that bit in that story just kind of really triggered with me. Of so we've gone from running at each other with shopping carts to running at each other on a field to being ran over on the field and going that was really fun. I'd just like to let you know I, I play <laughs> rugby and I don't like being run over. So <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know I is... would like it either. <laughs> I didn't know, but 
it's somewhat addicting i feel like i feel like after you play a game you're like yeah i survived let's let's do it again like i did it like let's go my whole time as a uh, as an athlete that played contact sports i always had like those those nerves leading up to a game and it was always like I, I, kind of sounds weird, but I, I wanted to get hit the first time because then all of that goes away and now we can focus. So I can identify with what you're saying. Like, I, I just remember being in junior college and super nervous, like feeling like I was nauseous. And uh, the first time kickoff comes out, first time we smashed into each other, I was like, all right, now it's a game. So I can identify with that for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like rugby is so much different than other sports because I've played sports all my life. And I feel like a lot of people who play rugby have played other sports as well. And when you play rugby, it's just a different feeling. I don't know. If I was run over in basketball, I'd be like, okay, guys, I'm going to sit this game out. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I'm good now. Well, the rugby, well, I just want to stay out there. <laughs> it's one of those things because everybody around you is tough, right? So yeah. when you take a certain, certain level of hit, uh, you just try to want to shake that off because everybody else is going to be looking at you going, that really wasn't that bad. So get up, stop crying. You're fine. So, uh, yeah. No, there's no blood. You're not getting off the field. <laughs> Especially if we've only, we came to a sevens tournament and there's only seven of us. You're not going anywhere. Oh, it doesn't matter. You broke your nose. Here, hang on. Let me like, they like clog it up, you know, with some balls. They're like, you're fine. Just keep going. They won't see it. Run faster. <laughs> like, okay, cool. I remember, yeah. um, I remember breaking my nose playing rugby, and um, the one voice that I could hear the loudest uh, was my mum's. She wasn't even there; she was on the phone, and that's how loud I could hear it. She was furious. Um, but I, I like the fact that you, you've just spoke there about obviously other sports. I mean, growing up for you, you know, it, to be fair, you you were introduced to rugby quite late on, which is at the moment is quite a a common thing for for women. Um, I think it's it's fair to say. Um, that we're not introducing them early enough into, you know, kind of junior rugby and that kind of idea, or maybe we are, but then after kind of a certain age group, there isn't kind of the, the following to be able to, to continue that. So as you were growing up, was sport always something that you wanted to do? Was it always something that kind of had you hooked? I think yes and no. I loved being athletic loved working out I love conditioning I love doing that kind of stuff which is crazy to say who likes running you know what I mean like nobody it's not a forward way mentality I'm gonna tell you right now I sound like a back but <laughs> um I just really loved doing that but I never really found a sport that I was like okay I'm, I'm gonna stick with this sport you know it wasn't that passion that I had like I do with rugby it's just a different passion I think when people find their sport and that passion it just clicks for you and so Definitely. it just took me a while to find rugby. Definitely. And I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. The, the ladies that I've met that, that play rugby are a completely different breed, by the way. Um, <laughs> there is no self-preservation. Um, and there is that the passion is unrivaled. I mean, you, you don't even get, you know, men are passionate at sport, men are passionate at rugby full stop. But when you, when you watch a game of women's rugby, it doesn't matter whether it's rugby league, rugby union, sevens, nines, thirteens, fifteens, whatever it is, the passion that is there to compete, the passion that is there to be the best at what you do is unbelievable. And I think that's one of the things that, that really excites me because we've got, obviously, again, we've got ladies, we've got girls that are listening right now that are kind of going, I really want a piece of that. And, and I know that they're going to come along to practice. They're going to go along to a trial, to a, you know, a combine, something like that. And they are going to give everything that they've got. They're going to give blood, sweat, tears. 
broken bones. Um, I hope there's not too many parents listening to this because don't worry, you won't break too many bones. Um, but you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be we'll fine. Grow out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but obviously, you know, again, touching back on what you said earlier in terms of, you know, you, you were working. So you were at a working age when you got introduced to, to rugby. Mm-hmm. How important is it for the growth of women's sport full stop that US Women's Rugby League hits the ground running, grows, introduces as many women, girls to the sport as possible and grows from there? I think it's super important to catch um, girls earlier because I know for myself, I do wish I would have started at a younger age. I do. I think that it's just, it's just so important, but I'm lucky enough to have done other sports at a younger age. So I was able to pick it up faster, but I think with other women who have started later in life, who really didn't do as many sports growing up, it was harder to learn, harder to grasp, and they could have done so much better had they started later. And then I think there's a common misconception that, um, with athletes, especially female athletes, that once you hit a certain age, you're kind of done. Like you shouldn't play anymore. You're done. Like you need to stop. You need to retire. And I don't think that's true either. I think that you just keep going as long as your body is able to, as long as you take care of yourself and you're healthy and you, um, it's all, honestly, it's all about taking care of your body. Mm. And I'm, I'm 30 and I'm still playing. And I know women who are closer to 40, who's still playing. And I don't think there's any age where you just need to do a hard stop until you you know when you need to stop definitely definitely and I, mm-hmm. I think women certainly break that barrier as well because there is kind of a um a stigma around sport full stop of when you get to a, a certain age of kind of 30 to 40 that you have to stop you, you can't carry on playing but there are professional athletes out there I mean look at Tom Brady he's nearly what is he 45 um yeah <laughs> playing at the top level of one of the you know the toughest sports in the world so there is nothing stopping men women going to that that extra bit but I, I'm glad you touched on that kind of looking after yourself bit because um as a, as a little bit of a snippet I know Justin's probably going to look at me with a raised eyebrow um <laughs> saying don't say what you're about to say um but going forward I know there are going to be some live stream uh twitches with regards to looking after yourself so I encourage obviously the the women to to get on that get involved in looking after yourself both mentally physically um nutrition everything like that so all of a sudden we've brought We've not only taken kind of a, a group of girls that have gone, we're really passionate about sport. We've now added a professional element to it as well. Because the, the long-term goal here, let's let's not forget, the long-term goal here is the growth of rugby league in America. It's the growth of women's sport full stop. And it's actually the progression of players like yourself going to play in World Cups for the, you know, representing your your country. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I said this um, when myself and, and Justin excuse me, introduced kind of the idea of this whole podcast. And we did a live stream the other day to, to kind of announce it, if you like. Um, and one of the, the key things that, that I said to him was, look, I've already started asking you for, for autographs because I know in, in four years' time, when you're representing the USA, people are going to be wanting that because the, the passion, again, the passion of, of the people that play our sport is going to be huge. So I, like I say, I can see Justin's kind of got a bit of a raised eyebrow that I've mentioned that about the whole um, giving away the, the everything, but I think it's important that, that we are doing stuff like that. Do you not think, Justin? Yeah, I think we've, we've said from the very beginning, this all started from uh, one guy who just decided to put a World Cup bid together. Um, I don't know what the motivation was. I think it was a pure intention. Um, and, you know, the governing body took a look at it and said, listen, it sounds great. Uh, we want to do this. Uh, here's the time we think we can do it. Now, unfortunately, 
uh, that person, uh, you know, had to step aside and, you know, the pieces were kind of picked up by, by a couple of other people. And, but I've said from the very beginning that we kind of have a scalability problem in that, um, you know, we are where we are right now, but, you know, it's not going away. We, we still have some very big uh, checks in the block that we've got to do before 2025, which is when the, the next Rugby League World Cup is coming. And we have to put things in place, not only to grow the game uh, here domestically, but to be able to continue to elevate every single year our game, where uh, we start at a baseline by year one, at the end of year one, 12 months later, uh, we've got athletes to a certain level. Um, and then we continue to go to, to year two, three, four. Um, you know, we've we potentially got 2023 that's out there uh, that we're looking um, to put aside to go, to go and represent in the ninth World Cup. Uh, so we've got a lot of things going on and we've got to get some athletes very quickly through the growth pipeline to uh, essentially August, this year of August, where we'll be evaluating players and hopefully start uh, making some decisions about who will uh, be representing the country. So that's kind of the broad strokes of what's happening. How do we do that? How do we get people to that level? How do we um, give them the, the knowledge that they need to go from sitting on the couch right now, thinking about COVID going to last forever to, um, uh, to getting to where we're talking this year, we could be doing a test match against, against Jamaica, right? I mean, we just got to be thinking about that all the time, 24 hours a day as an organization, because uh, this is not a game that we can roll up and put away in the closet for three months and, or for, for nine months and expect we're just going to come out for three months and, and, and dominate. It's not going to happen. So we've put a plan in place uh, to, to go out, find players, get them excited about the game, continue to condition their mind and their body to be able to go to the next level. And, and uh, I think we've got a good plan together. Um, I think we are going to start to see some success from executing that. And uh, just the excitement of the players that, that we've spoken to. Uh, there are some very well-known players out there right now that uh, have, have reached out to us, uh, that um, have expressed interest about being a part of what we're doing. And I'm excited for those people, you know, some vets, like, you know, there's some world champions out there that have, that have reached out to us. There, there are people that have already represented the country that have reached out to us and said that um, I see what you guys are trying to do, what you're trying to build. I think it's the right way to do things and I want to be a part of it. So I'm, I'm excited for what's coming. Definitely. And I think it's exciting because as you, as you rightly say there, you know, we've, we've got the World Cup at the end of this year. So over here in the UK, we've got uh, men's, women's on wheelchair, rugby league World Cup. Now, two of, the, two of the teams in the Women's World Cup uh, are from the Americas. So we've got the, the Canada Ravens and we've got, uh, we've got Brazil in there as well. So why can't we have uh, the USA Women's there? And, and as you rightly say, you know, with some of the stuff that Jamaica's doing, um, especially some of the stuff obviously Canada Ravens are doing, you know, they, they got their first ever win at a World Cup at the last World Cup. Um, all of a sudden... They, they just feel it just feels like rugby league is about to explode in North America, especially on the on the women's front. And you know, we're talking so so we're basically in April now. So you roll that out as you as you just said there to August when we're potentially looking at not necessarily selecting a side, but certainly evaluating that side. We're five months away from that. That is a very short period of time. So there's a lot that's that's got to go into that. There's a lot of um, roadmap building and, and that kind of idea. And I know there's already a big roadmap that's that's already in there. But going back to what you've just said there, Justin, there's there's some people that we've talked about. There's some people that you know 
we've all talked about that, that want to come on as guests that we've not necessarily even gone to. They've come to us and gone, I'm excited. I, I see what's happening. But, but for you, B, how excited or how scary is that going to be for you to, to sit there and interview these people that are, that are world champions, that are Olympic champions, that, that have represented their country, you know, at that kind of premium level? How excited are you for that? I'm pretty excited. Like I, all of these girls are definitely look up to a lot as, as just players and people in general. So it, it'll be really exciting to actually like get to talk to them and interview them and just get to them as people, you know? So I think that that's exciting for me. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited to get this whole thing started, honestly. Like I really am like, you know, we've been talking about it for a bit and it's just, you know, I guess the build up to it, it just gets you more and more excited for it to finally just happen, you know? Of course it does. And so. I think all of a sudden it just explodes out of nowhere. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I certainly think that kind of this first inaugural episode of, of the podcast is, is one of those key stepping stones um, and one of those key kind of placements of where we've gone, right, we're here. This is what we're doing. These are the ladies that are involved. If you want to get involved, you get involved. And that's, that's one of the main things I would say. If you want to get involved, if you're sat there listening to this right now, if you're watching on, on Twitch right now, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, whatever it is, and you go, I really want to get involved, I would encourage you to reach out. Um, obviously, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to, to obviously the US Women's Rugby League um, socials as well. Reach out, get involved. And, and as you say, you know, we've got role models that, that are going to be coming on. We've got, um, we've got some really exciting stuff that is coming up in terms of, um, you know, how we're going to present stuff. So what I mean by that is how we're going to go forward with this podcast. And it's, it's, it's very new for me to do it as a live stream because um, everything that I normally do on my podcast is just kind of recorded and then I play around with it. And if I don't like it, I just delete it. Um, but whereas we sit here today and, and whatever I say goes and whatever you say goes. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> don't swear um, so, <laughs> um it's hard to do as a rugby player <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely now, you know what's crazy about it, i don't i don't mean to cut you off but what's crazy about that is like, this is this is an opportunity right now where we could be witnessing the birth of some superstars right now right i mean that's that's the level of opportunity we've got my goal has always been that in august we make our head coach uh, we make his job impossible, right? We keep him up at night for two weeks straight trying to figure out who's going to be on the team and who's not going to be on the team. If we don't know, that's Garen Casey, who's the head coach of the U.S. Women's National Team. I, I, my job is I want to keep him up for two weeks straight trying to decide who's <laughs> going to be on the team because that's the level of talent that we've got. And for me, I get excited because I like to see those players out there who have been putting in work, who have been overlooked, and now is their time. This is their opportunity. This is their opportunity to be remembered for all the times that they were out there in the rain, that they were out there when they were hurt, when they were sick, when they didn't feel like getting up and putting their shoes on and going to the gym. This is the time, right? This is the time because if mistakes have never been higher for us, I, I, you know, you can hear it, right? Uh, I, it's never been higher for us because of all of the things that we're going to find out in the next 30 days about what's going on in North America. Um, it's just going to continue to be massive. And sure, we're going to get a lot of attention about what's going to happen. We're going to get a lot of people who are going to come and say, this is what I want to do. It's probably not going to work out for them. But for the people who have been there, right, for the people who have put in the work, they've been committed to the, the process, not necessarily the outcome, but they're committed to the process. This is their opportunity. You know, it's that simple. Show up to the event, 
put in words, you're going to get noticed. It's, it is. It's as simple as that. And, you know, I think as well, some of the stuff that's, that's going to come out of this, obviously we're live streaming now, right now on Twitch. And, and one of the things that we've talked about and one of the important things that, that we want to do is get as much stuff live streamed, as much stuff on there as possible. So as I, as I said earlier, obviously there's going to be segments with regards to all sorts of bits and pieces, but the exciting bits are going to be when um, obviously we've got tournaments, we've got uh, matches being played. We're going to have that all live streamed, commentated on. Um, and I think it's it's going to be exciting to to not only hear American voices on that, but also to hear American women's voices on that. And I think that's really, really important. And it sounds a bit ironic me saying that because I'm sat here, one, not as an American, two, definitely not as a woman. Um, and then we've got, obviously, we've got Justin, who is American, but definitely not a woman. Um, so it's, <laughs> only on a weekend. Um, so, so, you know, to be able to have that, opportunity again it, it isn't just the players that that we're interested in it isn't it's kind of the bigger picture to that because if you're sat there going I've really wanted a career in in media for example or I've really fancied you know helping out here or or, or whatever it is because let's be fair we need players we need a lot of players um, and there's going to be a lot of people that are you know excited to play but we also need other things we need volunteers we need um, people that are, are willing to take, um, you know, payments for, for match tickets, for example, people that are willing to referee, people that are willing to coach locally, people that are willing to, to put their time into it. And as I say, if you're, if you're sat there as a, as a budding um, university student that, that's actually studying, for example, film and goes, look, this is really going to help me in what I want to do. I'd encourage you to get involved because we do need people like that. We need people that are going to be filming. We need people that are passionate about sport that want to put kind of little segments together that want to commentate on games. So it isn't just about, you know, the, the women that are playing, it's about the bigger picture of, of everything together. And, and that's all going to culminate, correct me if I'm wrong, but the first, um, the first thing that we're going to be doing in terms of playing, am I right in saying is going to be in April um, down in Tampa. Yeah. And I'll see you in May. So May uh, is going to be the first event down in Tampa. <clears throat> We can jump into that in a second, but I want to go back to something you just said there because B alluded to it earlier. Um, this is a, a unique community that we're talking about, right? And that we're talking to in that we understand, right? That this, while it's not, is almost like a religion, right? For, for us, we understand that it's a fringe sport and we understand, we recognize our own, our own kind, right? And we always extend our hands. So, it, what's interesting about this sport has always been that no matter what happens on the pitch, when the game is over, everybody shakes hands and everybody cracks a cold one together, right? That's, that's what uh, I've always loved about whether it's union or whether it's rugby league, it's always been the same thing. It's, it's the same type of community. The other thing I'd like to allude to really kind of always trying to be uh, the CEO, right? Um, you talked about it. Uh, our, our store is open right now. So if you go to usawomensrl.com, you can grab yourself uh, a jersey to support uh, what we're trying to do for um, the national team. Uh, feel free to do that right now. Um, yeah, so <laughs> right we <were> now. Talking, <laughs> yeah, right now, do it right, right now. Uh, right now, pause yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to what we were talking about, right? Um, get involved. If, if you have any kind of passion for the sport and, and understand what we're trying to build here, and that's what we're trying to do, we're trying to build something, reach out to us. It, whether it's refing a game, uh, you know, making sure the Gatorade's full, whatever it is, uh, anybody who wants to be a part of this, uh, we'd be happy to have you. So, uh, you know, again, if you're a player, 
easily could just go on to usawomensrl.com, look at it, I think it's the upper right-hand corner, play a profile, fill that out. You can get on the radar. We know where you're at. We can let you know when we have events. We have four events planned for this year, um, you know, so you can continue to hear about that. That event, that first event in uh, Tampa uh, is, is gonna be a co-event. So we're actually um, partnering with uh, the uh, Mayhem down in Tampa. And uh, what we're gonna do, sorry, I'm just trying to read a couple of messages here. Um, uh, what we're gonna do is some pretty exciting things. We've got some technology that we're gonna try to debut down there as a, um, as a fan engagement tool, but it's gonna be the proof of concept. So maybe you'll hear some things coming out in a little while about it, uh, what you'll be able to do, what you'll be able to see. Uh, if you're not at the game itself, be able to pull it right on your phone and be able to see some things, right? Uh, but essentially, it's our first event. Um, so, you know, we're, we're all going to be up biting our nails for a while before this event comes on. But it's a good opportunity, right? Get out there, shake some rust off. Right now, it's not that far away. It's less than 60 days out. If you're, if you're still chewing on the Big Macs, right, put the Big Macs down, get on the treadmill, put your shoes on, start putting in the work right now, right? It's, it's not too late, <laughs> trust me. Uh, it will be too late if you're a week out. So, but that event, we're gonna have some sides who have already come down. Most of them uh, will be coming from the USARL. Um, right now, I think we've got almost seven uh, total. Uh, two of those organizations are probably gonna bring multiple teams down. So we might uh, get, get upwards of nine. Uh, that's a lot for a, for a nines tournament. Uh, and then we'll have the men's side too that'll be down there. Uh, so there'll be a lot of rugby being played on that day. It will be live stream. Uh, we're still trying to work out some information for that uh, right now. But today, uh, Mark, you and I had, had come across a couple of things uh, because mostly our audience we're trying to build is on Twitch. And we came across an article, you actually sent it to me today where uh, I had been saying, I've been kind of that crazy guy who had been saying some things for a long time. And finally, one of those chickens kind of came home to roost today, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So today um, it was announced the fixtures for the Women's Super League over here in the UK, um, which, by the way, once all this goes um, and explodes, I would love to see some of those women that are playing in Super League to, to come over and try their hand um, over in the States and, and, and potentially get shown a thing or two, let's be fair um you know both ways um you know whether that's them showing you a thing or two or you showing them a thing or two it's it's going to work both ways but yeah we someone shows someone something <laughs> exactly someone's going to get shown something <laughs> someone, um, someone something and someone's going to get run over that's that's all we know um so i love it <laughs> so yeah so the the fixtures have been announced today um and there have been two new teams put into the women's super league as well taking it up to 10 teams um obviously with a a um a league fixture and then playoffs with a grand final as well, which is huge. Um, and it's really positive for, for our game. But one of the main things that, that Justin is alluding to there is one game per week will be live streamed of the Women's Super League over on Twitch, which is massive. I know they, there is kind of some partnership. I, I don't know kind of full ins and outs of it, but there is some partnership um, with a production company. Um, so obviously from there, you'll be able to catch women's sport left right and center women's rugby league left right and center so we're going to be seeing women's super league once a week on there from uh, from april i think it's april 18th it starts um and then that continues for 10 weeks during the normal season and then playoffs so there's there's a lot of rugby league to be played there 
On top of that, you are then going to be able to catch, obviously, all of the women's US Women's Rugby League stuff over on Twitch as well. So it feels like Twitch is going to be the home for Women's Rugby League, and it is certainly the home for Women's US Rugby League. So for, for UB, obviously, you know, timings might be a little bit out with you being on the West Coast, but, you know, for you to kind of sit up and, and wait for, for everything that's going on. But how good would it be for you to be, for example, in, in May, playing in that tournament in Tampa, everything live streamed, we've seen you score a couple of tries, we've seen you run over a couple of people and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That'd be a beast. <laughs> we've, all, <laughs> we've all cracked a cold <laughs> one. And now you've got your phone out watching uh, Women's Super League over, over here in the UK. How good is that going to be? amazing <laughs> that'd be so cool and just to have it like right at your fingertips just to be able to like click on the app pull it up and watch it right there and not have to try to download all this other stuff try to like get passwords and what is it subscribe to all these other things and it's just a whole mess of stuff it'd be so easy definitely and i think it's it's very key what you just said there there is mm -hmm. no subscription at the moment there is no kind of you don't have to put in all your details you know your inside leg measurement blood type um anything like that you can literally get a Twitch account. You can do exactly what you're doing now. You can sit and watch uh, live stream. Don't worry, it won't always be me. Um, we will actually have some action. Um, so you can sit. And, and at the moment, you know, if you try and watch the NRL, for example, um, over here, if you watch it in the States, um, then you are paying a, a yearly fee for that. If you try and watch Super League, if you try and watch any of the, the English Rugby League over here at the moment, again, you've got to pay... Um, a subscription to, to Sky Sports or you have to pay on the hourly gap. So there's, it's up to, uh, I think it's £5, between £5 and £10 per game um, just to sit and watch it on your phone. What we're saying here is we are live streaming free of charge, full-blown, full-contact sport, collision sport, right at your fingertips, exactly how you've just described there, along with all the other good stuff that, that we're doing, you know, including obviously the podcast because this is the best, this is the most important bit. Um, but, this is the best part. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like what you're saying there. It is, it is at your fingertips. And, you know, probably Garen, as, as the coach, is probably going to hate me for saying this, but you could be sat, in, you know, in, in Tampa and you, you finished your kind of one match and you're just having a bit of a break and you just kind of, you just kind of swipe up and, and kind of watch in a bit of, bit of rugby league. Right. I, I, I don't think he's going to be happy about that. But, uh, you know, that is the excitement for this. Do you not agree? little recap. Like, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other thing is that it, it really tells us that we're in the right place, right? Uh, most of the professional leagues that are out there right now or the ones that are semi-professional are on the transition path. They are there, right? You've got women's professional soccer is, is right here on Twitch. We're here. Uh, you've got hockey that's being played, women's hockey that's being played. Now you've got Super League women's that are, that are coming out. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in the right spot. It puts us, um, you know, if not in the driver's seat, in the seat right behind it, right, to, to continue to do what we're doing and to be seen. Um, the other thing is, you know, not to give spill too many details because we'll, we'll be talking about it uh, pretty soon, I hope. Uh, there will be an event out on the West Coast this year. So, um, we are, we're trying, we're pushing hard to make sure that that happens. Uh, some of the details should be coming out, uh, soon. And, um, uh, I'm excited for what, for the possibilities of, of where it could be. Not going to be LA Coliseum, um, you know, but you know, <laughs> we'll get somewhere down there, out there. Um, there's plenty of possibilities going on right now. You know, we've got, uh, 
in addition to um, the West Coast down in Tampa, we've got an event that we're looking at uh, somewhere in kind of the northern Midwest. Uh, and then we'll have our, of course, we'll have our national event in Chicago. Which is incredible. And I think, um, again, without giving too much away, um, there is a certain Chicago team coming down to Tampa, am I right? <laughs> yeah, so uh, we we just had uh, a team, uh, and I wanted to, to talk to B a little bit, but we just did have a team come on uh, from Chicago that said, hey, I would love to uh, come down, maybe bring uh, one or two sides down and uh, show you. Uh, you muted yourself. Alex of live stream. I think I might have clicked for him to mute. I was getting bored of his voice. I, uh, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Here we go. My bad. <laughs> Giving away too many secrets. Mute. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll just leave it at that. Somebody from Chicago, uh, Chicago area will, will be coming down and joining us. It sounds like so. We're still in the works with that. So. As we were as we were talking, um, someone else has joined us that you may not be able to see just yet on uh, over on Twitch, um, and you certainly won't be able to see in your headphones on Apple Podcasts because that's not how a podcast works. Um, but it is the third and final host of uh, last but not least, uh, third and final host of the U.S. Women's Last Pass Rugby League podcast. It is Cassidy. How are you? Are you okay? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, I'm sorry for coming in late and and then only being able to hop on just for a few minutes. Um, but I work in sports, so I don't know if you all work in sports, but I do sports event planning. So it's kind of crazy. It's hectic, but I love it. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we we've been chatting about everything rugby league, everything women's sport, um, and how excited. Yeah. Um, we are to have obviously both yourself and, and beyond. So I know you, you've only got kind of a couple of minutes. Would you just give us kind of a, a bit of a background to you and, and how you got involved in rugby? Yeah. So um, I was kind of like a late bloomer. I didn't find rugby until college. And I'm from the East Coast and I went to school at Virginia Tech. I'm a Hokie. <laughs> Bleed maroon and orange, baby. <laughs> um, hopefully there's some Hokie fans out there. But Yes, I played in college. I actually tried to out for the basketball team because I'm, you know, I'm a baller, hoops, hoops and everything, um, but I didn't make it. And um, my friends were like, you should give rugby a try. And I was just like, what is rugby? That sounds weird. Um, and I tried out for the team. I think we might have. Uh, I think we might have lost her a little bit. Um, I think she tried out for the team. Um, I think she made it, and she certainly made it here as, as one of the uh, as one of the hosts of this podcast. Oh, that's great! You should just make up her entire story. That would be yeah, awesome. yeah, absolutely. So, Let's do it. Yeah, she made it, and now she's just playing rugby. <laughs> she's actually a, a world class superstar in rugby. Um, and yeah, this? while we're waiting for her to join back up, I just wanted to share this kind of some information that has come out. Uh, we, the sign up for, we were talking about Tampa, the sign up for that Tampa event is, uh, it was actually released on Wednesday uh, on Instagram. So if you go on our Instagram account, it will show you where the sign up for that event is. And it sounds like 
uh, and I think he's on, so he can correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like we will have uh, not only the team sign up, oh, will be released on Wednesday, I'm sorry. Uh, not only the team sign up, but we will have uh, individual too. So if we can get enough individuals who want to go to Tampa who don't actually have a team to come down with, uh, then we'll, we'll put a kind of an ad hoc side together. And I would like to put forward the name for that side as being the Outlaws and put it out there now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll try and get all the, uh, the hotel information and all that stuff that we have uh, together. We'll try and put that out to uh, you. You know, you're welcome to stay at the Hilton if you want to, but uh, if, you, if you don't have that kind of money, then we'll, we'll uh, let you know where to go. Absolutely. And, and as, you, uh, as you rightly say there, it's, it's important that as many people as possible sign up and, and I would urge you, if you're in, in Tampa at that weekend, you know, if you're in Florida, get yourself along, COVID permitting, obviously, um, get yourself along um, and, and cheer, on, uh, cheer on the girls. Cheer on the girls more than cheer on the men, because this, this is important. And, and uh, I think you're probably going to see, pleasantly surprised, it has to say, the skill set of some of these ladies is, is, is unreal. No pressure, by the way, B, uh, when we go home. <laughs> Um, no pressure at all. It's only been COVID. <laughs> now, I I am not sure if we're going to get Cassidy back because I think she, by the sounds of it, by the looks of it, she was in the middle of Arizona somewhere, um, and she didn't have much signal. So obviously, we she's a busy lady. Yeah, she's got yeah. events. She's all in the sports world. And that's what we want. That's what we want. And and I think we uh, obviously we're going to hear a lot more from her. We're going to hear a lot more from you as well. Um, as as the weeks go on but look I have thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed um, the very first inaugural episode of the US Women's Rugby League podcast I've enjoyed listening to my own voice I've enjoyed <laughs> I've not enjoyed listening to Ju uh, Justin's voice um, but we've all enjoyed listening to your voice Pete and from from me as kind of a, a co-host I'm excited to work with you I'm excited to hear the interviews that you've got lined up um and oh justin just is just sorry uh, one more thing uh just somebody texted me so i wanted to make sure that we we talked about it uh one of our partners uh has come forward and we released it out on uh on uh, our socials but one of our partners has come forward and offered to sponsor uh our player of the year uh award so Whatever player of the year becomes, uh, we'll get together after the, the four events, uh, the person that we're going to pick for the player of the year, they will get, uh, I, I mean, there's no other way to, be, to say it. They'll get, a, they'll get a trip out to Hawaii, right? Wow. Uh, so, cut wow. out, play. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't have Go to Hawaii. in front of me, uh, but come out, uh, sign up, first of all, USA, uh, USwomensrl.com. Go there, sign up, uh, register as a player. We get you identified. Uh, the sign-up sheet or, or for your, your intention to go to Tampa will come out on Wednesday on Instagram uh, and show up to an event. Uh, do well enough. Uh, we'll, we'll be, uh, it sounds like, I'm not sure, it sounds like uh, there will be a group that will vote on who it's going to be. It won't be uh, me or any of the coaches. Uh, there'll be a group that's already identified. Me. Who will, <laughs> who will uh, let us know. Um, through all the events and that person uh, will get some kind of something uh, where you'll in about the way. So our, our uh, the Tiki bar out there is uh, our sponsor. And if, if playing, uh, if playing rugby wasn't enough um, and if obviously representing your country wasn't enough motivation, 
I think a trip to Hawaii has certainly ticked a lot of boxes for a lot of people. That is that is huge. Um, now, if you're uh, listening and you weren't sure, you have to sign up now. Like, there's a trip. <laughs> you could get a trip. Exactly, exactly. And in between that, you get to see four great places as well. Um, so obviously starting off in Tampa, working our way all the way over to the West Coast. Um, and then finally, for, for one uh, very lucky person, it is that, that trip to Hawaii. Um, but for the final few minutes, we have actually managed potentially to reach Cassidy back. She's put down the rubber ball. She's, uh, she's got back in the car. She's got back out of the desert. Um, and she, yep. she's back. So, so sorry, just going back to what you were saying, your little introduction. You, so your uh, Virginia Tech is where we got to. Um, and you got introduced to, to rugby yes. at college. Yes. Um, sorry, I just dropped my water. <laughs> um, I just came from a work event, so things are kind of crazy right now. So I apologize. But yes, so I was a Hokie. I tried, um, I played for four years. In love with the sport. I mean, I mean, I'm sure all of us watching and all of us here love, like we love rugby. Like, like rugby is unlike any sport and then once you're in it you get hooked like you're hooked so this has rugby has my heart <laughs> so after I graduated I, like, I want to keep playing um can I like move to Charlotte and North Carolina and I started playing there loved it um and um then I moved out to Colorado and I I'm just having a hard time finding a place to Uh, this is why I love oh, live streaming. Here that I can, but it's been great. <laughs> so what what I can kind of summarize from that is we've gone we've gone from Virginia Tech out to um, out to Charlotte, North Carolina, home of the mighty Carolina Panthers. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, then over to Colorado. Yep. So so just to give people a bit of a you know a scope of that then so. As, as kind of the three hosts of this or, or four when Justin jumps on um, when, it, when he feels like it, is uh, so you've got me over here in the UK. Um, so obviously my time zone's completely out compared to you guys. Um, we've got Justin, who is essentially on Eastern time as far as I'm aware. Um, we've got yourself um, over in Colorado. So essentially in central time, I know there's kind of two time zones in the central, but we'll go, I think it's mountain time, I think you're on, um, which by the way is the coolest time zone I've ever heard of. Um, yeah. And then obviously we've got B over on the West Coast. So if you're sat there watching, you're sat there, <laughs> if you're sat there watching and you're sat there listening and you're thinking, oh, okay, it's, it's only going to be kind of a small pocket of, of America. It's only, you know, I live out here in, in Iowa. They're never going to even consider me. Consider yourself considered because just from us four people, and as I say, I'm not even in that country. And we've spoken about, obviously, from England all the way to the East Coast, to the Central, to the West Coast, and then over to Hawaii as well. So this is how inclusive this, this is going to be. And as, as everyone's kind of talked about and everyone's touched on, get yourself signed up. Make sure you signed up as a player. Make sure you signed up as, you know, whatever you want to be doing. Get yourself down to these events. If you haven't got a team, that's fine. We'll find you a team. You are part of our team. You are part of the team. Um, and you'll have a better accent than me as part of that team because no one's going to listen to this accent on that team, by the way. Um, but again, if you if you are British and you're out there listening, go go and be part of the team. Just just put an accent on it, be fine. Um, but you know, <laughs> before we do go, I, I just wanted to say, 
from from what I've just said there, obviously going from England all the way across the US into Hawaii, how important is it for you on the West Coast to be in touch with everyone across the whole country to, to then come together at these tournaments? I'm sorry, I, I heard a little bit how important is it is, if, is what if? Sorry, so how important is it for you on the West Coast to be in touch with all these people across the country and have these friends across the country to then come together and, and play the sport that you all love? Oh, it's it's so important and it's so fun to have friends in different states and all over the United States and in other countries as well. I feel like with rugby, you just have, as soon as you hear, you know, someone plays rugby, you're like, oh, we're friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a common thing. And that's how I've made a lot of my friends out here is they may not play anymore. Like I have a friend who played out in New York, moved out here. I was talking about rugby. She's like, I played rugby and now we're, friends. and it's kind of like, it's the best cult you can be a part of. I'll just say that it's the best, most fun. <laughs> um, and it's, it's just cool. So if you're ever traveling and say you're in town, you can hit up a friend and be like, Hey, like, is there any rugby going on? Hit up a practice and boom, you're friends. And you have like 20 friends already. Yeah, and no, so you're, cool. you're absolutely right. And in this um, just short of an hour that, that we've been recording, we've been described as a religion. We've been described <laughs> as a cult. Um, so some of them words that, that potentially we, we don't want to be called, uh, like a cult, but that's fine. We are, the, the main word that though. we are is we are a rugby family. And that doesn't matter whether you play rugby league, rugby union, doesn't matter whether you're male or female. I think it's, it's really important to, to understand that this isn't going away. This is only getting bigger and this is only getting better. And, you know, like I say, before we go, obviously, you're always going to get the last word um, because you are the uh, the ladies on the podcast. Um, Cassidy, unfortunately, isn't here anymore. Um, not in a weird way. She's just dropped off. She lost signal again. Um, she's not gone missing. Yeah, like we need to send flowers almost. <laughs> yeah, she's not gone missing in the desert. We're not popping a face on a milk carton or anything like that. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so she's fine she plays rugby she can take care of herself <laughs> exactly exactly so i'm for me i'm signing off i'm happy i have thoroughly enjoyed this hour that we've had together and i'm looking forward to the next hour so that is me over and out justin it's you and then obviously we're always going to finish with b yeah i think um you know we're we're right there right we're doing all the right things uh we've got all the thing, right things in place uh, all we're looking for now is to provide an opportunity for somebody who's been out there putting in the work, uh, whether that's here in the U.S. Eventually, we're probably going to get to the, the size where we'll be able to bring in four players in. But our, our, our ultimate goal is to set up events that are magnet events. So we've got plenty of things representing in the middle of the country and both coasts. So you'll have plenty of opportunity to be able to go out and uh, learn to go out and to put in the work. And to be able to go out there and um, uh, show show us what you got. Mm. And B, yeah. you're up. I know I said I was finished, but I'm, I'm definitely finished. <laughs> no worries. Um, I think the only thing I have to say is if you're on the fence about signing up or playing, or you're worried that, oh, you know, it's been quarantine, it's pandemic, I haven't been able to work out, I don't know if my skills are there, it doesn't matter. I think we're all in the same boat as far as that and just come out and try and even if you don't play your best or maybe you don't make the team this time or whatever it is you're going to be remembered you're going to be seen and you just keep trying and again like we're all we all got work to do so yeah and I think watch or come listen to the last pass with us and that's B signing off. <laughs>